Well, hey everybody, here, passion, purpose again. This is my greatest joy. Uh, Zach and I were just talking this morning. This is what I love to do, just talk about Jesus in a casual way. And uh, our main man, Jordan Ogden, J-O, is out today. So Zach is back. Uh, And uh, he's going to be prompted with a few thoughts and questions. We're trying to frame up this journey of unity. And I just want to say ahead of time, uh, for today's podcast and the different ones that we're going to do on unity, this was so important to Jesus Mm -hmm. that he prayed for us that we would be unified so that the world would know who he is. I think that's pretty important. important. (laughs) That if Jesus prayed it, and he said, the world's not going to know the yeah. opposite would be true. If we don't unify, yeah. this deals like the, probably one of the biggest things in the Bible that yeah. is the most neglected. Yeah. And so if you're listening right now, I think uh, you're listening because you are you love Jesus. You want to be walking with God. You want everything that God has for you. But if we don't get this unity piece down, we're all kind of kidding ourselves of how much of God we're going to see, we're mm. going to know. Uh, how how much we're going to see fruit in our lives? Mm. So it's a big deal. It's powerful. It's a big deal, bro. Powerful. So help me out. Well, let's let's jump in first. Okay. Happy birthday! Thank so you. So if you're watching or listening, wow. send Jimmy a message. Tom had birthday. Yes. Today's your birthday. Uh, so <laughs> let's start out. One of the things that I've appreciated about being under your leadership is for years, uh, as far back as I can remember. You've led our community in taking time to seek the Lord of what is the Holy Spirit highlighting to Antioch for the season ahead. Yeah. So as you and the team have sought the Lord for this year, yeah. What's been kind of the thing that God's speaking to you? Yeah. Yeah. We've talked a little bit on on past podcasts, but maybe what I want to emphasize ahead of time is this: is when I was 22 years old and we were starting off, God visited me in a way that I would say, you know, top five in my life, Mm. where I'm driving down the road. uh, To me, it was an audible voice. I'm sure that it wasn't, because if it would have been, I probably would have exploded as a person. But in my mind, it was an audible voice. And I was really desperate saying, God, what are you doing with me? And he spoke to me so clearly. He said, if you'll simply obey the next thing I'm telling you to do, you'll be in the middle of the greatest revival this world's ever Mm. seen. And as I've told this story often, I pulled over on the side of the road, just weeping uncontrollably. First of all, that God would visit man yeah. uh, in, a, in a tangible way. And secondly, that I had a clear instruction. Yeah. So um, I appreciate the encouragement about you know me trying to lead us to respond year by year, moment by moment. But again, I don't have a choice. Yeah. Because God said that's my life, yeah. <laughs> you know that yeah. that if I simply listen and obey His voice, yeah. I'll be in the middle of what He's doing, yeah. and um, and that's all I ever wanted to do yeah. is be in the middle of what He's doing. Yeah. And therefore, I encourage people individually, families, life groups, churches, yeah. us as a movement, and uh, and I, I think I, I, mean, I get a little teary here just thinking about this. I I I just. Uh, there's just nothing else worth living for than being so connected with Jesus that we're simply being prompted and led and we're responding. Mm. And even as a you know a type A person that really you know likes to go after things and all that, I've just learned to be consistently tempered by who's leading yeah. my life, yeah. who's leading this Amen. thing. And 
And that's why we take time to seek the Lord. That's yeah. why we mine out from so many different sources. What is God saying? What's the Holy Spirit saying? Yeah. Because he's all we have. Yeah. And he's all we want. Yeah. And his leadership is so pure, right, perfect. Why would we want to do anything else? So that's so just a little backdrop to seeking the Lord year by year. For Come work. on, so good. Yeah. So in, in my devotional times, I'm going yeah. through the book of Revelation. And mm. I'm in the part now where Jesus is speaking to the churches. And there's that repeated phrase, let him who has an ear, you yes. know, hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. So I think it's just so important that God wants to speak to mm. the church and highlight things. And so... For Antioch as a movement, for yep. the leaders listening in yep. today, what's yeah. the word or the phrase sure. that, that yeah. the leadership team has sensed? This is what God's calling us to focus on this year. Yeah, again, hopefully this is review. If not, just, just clarify again. God's spoken to us that this year is about unity of the Spirit. Mm. Ephesians 4, verse 3, we're to be a people uh, that are uh, committed to the unity of the Spirit. And as always, that's a multifaceted uh, expression. Yeah. You know what that means to people. We're going to unpack that just in a, in a yeah. little bit. But um, um, I think it's so profound because it's on the heels of God speaking to us as well. This phrase, which we've done a handful of podcasts on, mm -hmm. "Drop the oars." Right. So, in order to to enter into the unity of the Spirit, the Word of the Lord of 2023, yeah. there had to be another centering of full surrender, because you can't you don't unify around man. Yeah, you unify around God. Yes, and then it expresses itself through a through a, a unity among us as mm. men and women. But but the the beauty of unity relies in the beauty of surrender. Yeah. And so, uh, actually, I was just uh, this morning. I was uh, at Panera, uh, just in, and I just found out this little deal that you can get coffee all all you want to drink for ten bucks a month. Oh, do you know that? Hey, all, Panera, all the coffee and drink. Pod, yeah, you could, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, anyway, but I, I was talking to a guy that uh, knew from the church that walked up, and we just engaged in conversation. And uh, he was just talking about how powerful this drop the oars thing has yeah. been for him. Yeah. He's a doctoral student. Uh, and um, and I said, you know, it's just so freeing when you're not directing your own life. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to gain something in this world. Yeah. I'm trying to walk with living God yeah. who uh, leads in ways that I wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes in ways that I would. So yeah. it, it's not... Mine to predict and to dictate how he leads, mm. but the, the the joy of the journey. And that doesn't yeah. mean that it's not difficult, there's not suffering, there's not challenge, there's not sure. sacrifice, but it does mean that we can live free from anxiety mm. of directing our lives. Mm. So good. And so in that place of surrender, dropping the oars, yeah. what we're finding is as we let go of the self-directed life, God is uniting yeah. us with himself yeah. and with others, right? Yep. So share with us, there have been some key scriptures for yep. you that have been like, man, these are things for us as a yeah. movement to really feed on this yeah. year. What are, the, what are yeah. those scriptures that are anchoring this? Yeah, so um, I, I even love the way that God's really spoken to us. You have John 17, mm -hmm. is uh, we're calling that one prayer. Yeah. John 17, the prayer of Jesus. And that, that I, it's like everything in the Bible. I mean, you know, Zach, I know you know this, but those listening, and, and I'm just even looking at the camera on this one and say, hey guys, 
The amazing depth and breadth of one passage of scripture is just stunning. I mean, yeah. you can spend the rest of your life just on John 17. Yeah. Because you get the intimate inside view yeah. to Jesus Christ, fully God, fully, but showing himself as fully man, right. talking to his father right. and in an intimate, righteous prayer that yeah. you know it's a perfect prayer. Yeah. And he's praying that the father would be glorified, that the father would glorify him so that we might see yeah. the goodness of God yeah. in the person of Jesus and in his perfect life, death, burial, and resurrection. And then he prays for us. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just working through that prayer that uh, of unity, of God's desire for us to be unified. But it's so beautiful because it's so caring, yeah. compassionate, and intimate. Yeah. So John 17, big deal. Perfect. Right? Perfect. John 17. We could spend a whole hour that, that, uh, or a year. We are. Just we're, on going, that. we're going to. We're going so to. We're, we're going to. Okay. All so right. What's then another one? Number two, Acts 2. Uh huh. Um, Here's, here's, here's the, what I want to leave today's thought with on Acts 2. Is before Acts 2, the disciples couldn't be unified. Yeah. They're a bunch of flesh balls, right? Yeah. They would get it together. They would get going. They, they would argue with each other, and they would, couldn't get it right. together. But with the coming of the Holy Spirit, right. now, the, now God has come to live inside of come you. On. So it's not your best attempts for unity, even yeah. around righteousness, because yeah. these guys were trying to yeah. unify around Jesus yeah. in his life. But without the coming of the Holy Spirit, it was impossible to unify. Yeah. But with the power of the Holy right. Spirit, you got to work at being disunified. Right. Wow. That's that's a weighty word. Okay, so we got John 17, we got Acts, Acts 2. two. And then Acts 2 is the people of God. Again, I'm looking so forward to unpacking that in these days. Third then, third one is Ephesians 4 specifically, as mm -hmm. we were waiting on God as a community, that chapter specifically was highlighted. Uh, that's where that famous scripture, unity of spirit, bond of peace, one yeah. faith, one baptism, one people. Yeah. So you, there's this clarity in Ephesians 4. However, we would say that we're going to expand through the whole book of Ephesians right. because it just drips with what mm. the church is to be, what mm. we're to be as a people, it gives us so many cues and clues. But I would say that kind of the, the, um, the crowning verse is that Ephesians 4, and I'll par paraphrase it, 14 through 16, is that we all might grow unto the head, yeah. even Christ, to be a mature man yeah. where every part rightly works and rightly fits for the glory of God. Mm -hmm. So even in the Ephesians 4 uh, passage, which we call the plans of God, we see once again the centrality of union and unity with Jesus that allows us to be unified with each other. Mm -hmm. So good. So powerful. Yeah. So if you are a leader somewhere around the world on one mm -hmm. of our teams, in the States or overseas, regardless yeah. of your context, these are scriptures really to dig into, to feed yeah. into, and let it shape us. I was talking with a leader who was saying, you know, I know that as a believer, unity is important. I think going through these scriptures have opened my eyes to what it actually takes to practically yeah. be unified, yeah. right? And I right. think a lot yeah. of us can relate to that yeah. um, in a significant way. Now, for those of us in the States, unity yep. is a buzzword. We live in the yeah. United States. Sure. I was at a basketball game last night. <laughs> Team shirt is unity is everything, right? <laughs> but we're, we're not talking about general unity right. or unity found in the world. You, yeah. You've leaned in on three specific yeah. phrases to yeah. help us understand what unity of the Spirit is. Yeah. So what are those yeah. what are those phrases? Yeah, it's really it's really key that you 
that we really lock into what does God say about unity? What is a God-centered unity? And, and there's three phrases that God has given us that we are tapping into, and it's union with God, yep. communion with the saints, yep. and partnership with his mission. Okay. So let me just break that down real quick. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> union with God, again, anything in me that is not of God or is not in unity with God, anything of the flesh, anything of my own desires, anything of my own ways, that is disunifying yeah. with God. Yeah. So I'm not, I don't expect anyone to unify around my flesh. Yeah. I mean, again, we, we, we're going to unpack that, this. That, just make, whole... make a note for, for a future deal. Yes. Because we, we empathize or we have compassion for one another's flesh, mm-hmm. but we don't unify around each other's flesh yeah. or we bring everybody down, yeah. even in the name of compassion. Yeah. So union with Christ. If I am not Christ-like, then that thing needs to go or be submitted to God. So union with Christ. Communion with the saints. And this is a beautiful thing that I... I think it's going to be probably the biggest aha for us coming mm-hmm. out of this year, mm-hmm. when we get to the end of the year, is going to be the beauty of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. That anybody who names the name of Jesus, yeah. anybody who's born again, who trusts in Christ alone for yeah. their salvation by faith, is a brother or a sister. Yeah. And um, I, I often talk about, for Laura and I raising kids, the one of our biggest deals was sibling robbery is not allowed. Mm. And again, didn't mean it didn't happen. Mm. We had to work it out. But but we didn't, but we knew that it wasn't, we're not going there. Yeah. And when we do go there, we're going to repent. We're going to pull everybody back together. Yeah. Because what we would say to our kids is, look, in the day's done, all we have is each other. Yeah. And I would like to broaden that yeah. to everybody listening on today who knows Jesus. Mm. Hey, when the day's done, all we have each other yeah. is each other. And I would be so bold, and I, I I am so biblically clear on this that it's not even a bold statement. It comes off maybe as it se- sounding a bit uh, strong, but I would be so bold as to say God is all we have yeah. on the earth to yeah. express his glory. Yeah, That's very biblical. I can back that up with 50 scriptures. But I would say that not out of arrogance, but out of awe and absolute humility. We mm-hmm. should be wonderfully terrified mm-hmm. that God has chosen to house his glory in us, and our unity together is how the world sees or does not see God. Wow. I mean, how many people have lost their faith or, or not even want anything to do with faith because they met a person who said they were of faith, yeah. but they were not in union with God, they weren't loving their brother or sister, and yeah. it literally... Um, uh, cause people to walk away from God right. instead of pull towards God. Right. It's a big deal. So powerful. Yeah. That's union. Communion. And what's partnership? Yeah, partnership with his will. So when I'm unified with God and I'm communing with the saints, and there is a partnership of purpose yeah. that Jesus over and over again, go and make disciples of all the nations. You'll be filled with the Holy Spirit and be a witness. You're called to be an ambassador of Christ. I've given you good works to walk in, uh, good works that you should walk in them. The scripture is filled with us being purposeful yeah. around God's plan. Uh, to distribute his grace in the earth. Yeah. And that can come in as a doctor or a lawyer or a construction worker or a teacher or an educator. All the spheres of society are built to be glory buckets right. or glory expressions or places of, to be an ambassador for God's grace and his glory. So when I'm unified with Jesus mm-hmm. and I'm in communion and right relationship with brothers and sisters, 
it is so easy to hear God mm -hmm. about what we're to partner together with yeah. him and each other yeah. to fulfill his will for our lives, yeah. whether, our, <coughs> whether that's in our local city yeah. or in a tragedy like Turkey and Syria. Yeah. God, what do we do? We're right. a part of your mission. Right. Speak. We're listening. And the more and and I'll, I'll just say this for today. And again, hopefully, Zach, we can take a few notes for to drill down. Let's do it. But this deal on um, hearing God's voice, right? People say, "I don't know here. I don't hear God's voice." So here's my deal. Let me simplify this. If you are fully surrendered to Jesus, mm. you're going to hear His voice. Mm. If you're fully in unity and and forgiveness and and you've dealt with your offenses with others, you're going to not be blocked from hearing God. Because of that. Wow. If you're about his mission and his purpose, you're going to hear God. So when instead of blaming God for why we don't hear God, yeah. why don't we take responsibility for ourselves yeah. and submit to God yeah. as he said to submit to him? Right. And from my my personal experience, it is easy to hear God when I'm in mm. union with him and communion with the saints. Mm. Mm. That's so, so powerful. So like you said, we're going to be digging into this over the yep. coming weeks in different facets, but let, let me ask you this question. Yeah. When we say unity, yep. everyone hears in their mind something different. So you've outlined yeah. a little bit of what unity is yep. when you're talking about unity of the spirit, yep. but what would you say that the unity we're pursuing is not? Because I yeah. think that's helpful to kind of yeah. understand. Where let me just leading. list a few things that it's not. Um, oh, again, we're gonna drill down in all this mm -hmm. later, but what are, a few things that I wanna uh, communicate is, first of all, unity is not um, gathering around sin. Okay. So if a brother or a sister is in sin, right. the scripture's clear, 1 Corinthians, if they're in sexual sin, if right. they're in greed, if they're in anger, if they're in bitterness and they're in wrath, we are not only not to uh, align with that, yep. we are to speak the truth and love to them. Mm. We're to appeal to them. We're to mm. bring people to them. One, two, three, go. And if they choose to continue to walk into sin, then we say, look, when you're through taking that ride, I'm right here. I'm not going anywhere, but I'm not going to partner with you in that. Actually, I have to put a boundary around you right. because I can't unify around sin. Right. Okay? So that'd be, that'd be just one. Um, we don't unify around disunity. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is amazing in the scriptures how clear God is for us to not partner with the disunifying brother. Yeah. Okay? And a brother or sister. Yeah. And I would say that one of my observations is that in the name of empathy or compassion or whatever, we've allowed gossip, we've allowed disunity, we've allowed people to tear down Jesus's bride mm. without checks or mm. balances. We've allowed uh, divisive people to be in our midst for months and years because we're afraid to say, hey, that is dishonoring to God. That is hurting people, and we will not allow that mm. in our community. Mm. So there's a there's there is a lot of scriptural admonition to have nothing to do with the divisive brother or sister. Right. Distance yourself from right. that because that's not um, God's heart, will, nor desire. So that's not unity around divisiveness. Yeah. We don't unify around uh, sin, and we don't unify around the world. Yeah. Now, 
I just want to pause here to say we are deeply compassionate mm -hmm. for everyone in the world. Yeah. We look for ways to affirm people in anything that is godlike. If somebody right. is feeding the hungry, regardless of what their religious background, we say, thank you for feeding the hungry. If right. they're giving you a cup of cold water, if they're trying to do good, we, we honor people. And yeah. so we... We live in an imperfect world. We live with believers, non-believers. So we love everyone right. in the compassion sense, and we look to honor everyone every way that we can. Right. But we don't unify around yeah. humanism yeah. and worldly uh, pursuits yeah. because we don't believe as followers of Jesus is those who believe in the full counsel of God's word. We don't believe that secular pursuits are going to get to godly outcomes. Yeah. So that's a huge deal. Yeah. And um, uh, that's a just, again, I think that's probably a two podcast thing. Yes. But I just want to note just a couple yeah. notes. We don't unify around sin. Yeah. We don't unify around divisiveness. Right. We don't unify um, around worldliness or humanistic cultural and world values. Right. But we do unify around Jesus, his word, and his ways, yeah. and those who want to follow him. Right. Then we offer ourselves as a gift right. to the unbelieving right. world. We offer ourselves as a gift and servants right. to those who would misuse us, mistreat us. I am willing to live with persecution or being misunderstood in hopes that I might save some, love some, care for some. And we always sacrifice beyond what we would even do in our human uh, way. So this is in no way pulling away from the yeah. world. It's just offering an alternative to the world. Hmm. So powerful. So this is kind of the intro into yeah. a series we're going to be going through. I know our different yeah. churches sure. are digging into uni, teams around the world doing that as well. Yeah. So if you're listening, yeah. join with us and seeking yeah. the Lord and letting yeah. the Spirit work unity in us. Jenny, Jimmy, any last words that you would say? Yeah, so, so we're, we're going to do a few little things. Uh, in Antioch, Waco, we're going to be teaching and preaching through John 17, Acts 2, Ephesians. We're going to be unpacking this. Though I know many of our churches are doing different things and there's beautiful other resources out there. But what I would say to everyone is that um, if, if you join together with us in this journey around these scriptures, yep. there's something that God does when we seek the Lord versus yeah. just me seek the Lord. Yes. And so don't be a distant listener yep. on this one. Yeah. Lean in personally yes. and let the Holy Spirit join with us and DM us. DM yes. us. DM us. Would that be right? Tell us what God's doing yeah. so that we can uh, continue to learn from you. And I would even say on this one, Zach, I don't know how we set this up so everybody's listening. I, I think I'm great with questions coming in around So I was going to say that if you yeah. look in the show notes, wherever you're watching this podcast yeah. or in the YouTube description, there's the email address. And if you'll send in your questions, yeah. then we'll use those to shape the show yeah. in the coming weeks so we really, really can walk this through together. Send us questions, Amen. testimonies, stories you've heard. Uh, we can do this together. All right, so, simple, simple prayer to end. Lord, we pray for the union with you, God, that we would be unified with you like never before, our heart, our mind, our affections, our desires. God, we pray for the communion of the saints. Everyone listening right now, we pray that you'd bring healing, restoration, forgiveness, mercy, abundant grace for every relationship right now. And God, we pray, fill us with the knowledge of your will, with all wisdom and understanding, that we'd have a walk worthy of you, perfectly pleasing, pleasing you in every good work. And we pray that 2023 would be such an open window of revelation from heaven that we are changed forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.